Hi, you guys. Um, this, uh, this story I'm calling Love Thy Neighbor. So I picked up a man from a popular location where recently it seems like, um, the bartenders are giving people a little bit too much alcohol in their drinks or people haven't been out enough during COVID and now they're kind of trying to make up for lost time because um, I picked up this man from this specific location and uh, he had clearly too much to drink. So I, I let him know there's a barf bag behind the car if he had too much to drink. And um, he says he doesn't need one. He never vomits. Anyways, he keeps taking his mask off. But most of the driving that we're doing is on the freeway. So there's nothing I could do about it. I can't pull over and say, you got to get out of my car. He's We're on the freeway. So I tell him that when we get off the freeway, that I will have to let him out of the car because um, I can't have him in my car taking off his mask and me having to keep watching him to make sure he keeps it on and um, so I tell him he's going to need to get another ride so he says why even though I just explained it to him and I tell him again, because you keep taking your mask off. So then he says, what do you care? I'm still giving you a big tip anyways. And I told him, I don't want your tip. And I don't want to catch the coronavirus. So what I'm trying to do is make sure that I'm safe, you're safe, and everyone else is safe. So, keeping your mask off really doesn't apply to having a large tip. You ju it's not something that you can pay for. I know it's uncomfortable, but we all have to keep the mask on. And that's just the way it, the rules are. And so... He's still taking it off, giving me a hard time, not wanting to stick by the rules. And I have all the windows down, all the way down, because I know that I need to keep the circulation even more so now because he keeps taking off his mask. And as soon as I get off the freeway, I start pulling over and then he puts on his mask really fast and he says, uh, what are you doing? And I said, well, I told you I was going to pull over and you would have to get another ride. And he said, well, I'll keep it on. I said, are you going to keep it on for sure? Because right now I really don't want to take you. The only reason I'm going to take you is because I know that you had too much to drink 
and you're probably just going to, you're not going to be able to walk the rest of the way and you're going to probably give the next person a hard time too. So I'd rather just take you home. So can you just keep your mask on? So, you know, I shouldn't have to keep telling somebody, right? But um, I thought he had too much to drink and he probably normally wouldn't behave this way. So um, we start driving again and um, he brings up the subject again about, you know, why is it such a big deal, blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, sir, uh, you know, I have to spray Lysol in between my riders and um, I have to wipe down chlor with Clorox wipes and, um, you know, I, I, I go out of my way a little bit to make sure that, you know, uh, if there happens to be somebody with the coronavirus that it doesn't get passed on to somebody else. So, you know, I'm trying to just protect you. That's all. So I'm trying to act like trying to put it in a better vibe instead of being mad because, um, it's not helping me at all, you know, by sitting there and getting mad and arguing. So I'm trying to change the atmosphere. Um, so he's still, you know, his behavior still doesn't change because he's quiet now. I, and I think it's changed, but I'm wrong because as soon as we get to his cul-de-sac, um, he removes his mask and he, he necks out his face forward, you know, and he is doing this at the mirror behind me so that when I look up at him on the mirror, I can see that he's mocking me. So I pulled over right at the beginning of the cul-de-sac and I said, you can get out now. And so he didn't like that attitude, I guess, because I wasn't arguing with him. I, you know, I think he wanted to argue with somebody. I don't know. But I said, you can get out now. Bye. And uh, so he pulled out both of his middle fingers at me and opened the door. And as he's leaving, he's still holding them up at me to show me. And I said, is that all you got? Really? And, um, you know, he just didn't irritate me anymore at this point because, um, you know, I, I just didn't take anything that he was doing to heart because he was just um, just being ridiculous, you know what? And, and there's really no point in, in his behavior. You know, there, there was no, uh, reasoning for all of this. It was just, you know, an, an angry person that had too much to drink. And when you're angry, you shouldn't drink too much. Simple as that. And, um, so he wasn't going to get me angry. He wasn't going to ruin my day, and that did not make him happy at all. So, anyways, I said, yeah, you can close the door. Thank you. So, he closed the door. I was surprised he even closed the door. But I had to go into his cul-de-sac in order for me to make a U-turn to come out. And, you know, the street wasn't very wide. So... What he decides to do is he's still angry at me. He's really, really trying to get me angry. And um, so 
he stays right there. But he goes to the middle of the street of the cul-de-sac to where I wouldn't be able to maneuver left or right from him. I would have to run him over in order for me to get out of the cul-de-sac. So I see him standing in the middle when I'm looking on the mirror as I'm going around the cul-de-sac. And he's standing there with two middle fingers up in the air. And his neighbor is uh, one of his neighbors. I mean, he lives on the cul-de-sac and somebody's outside. And his neighbor is watering his grass. Um, looks like a nice guy. And he's having a, a surprised look on his face. Like he's never seen his neighbor behaving this way before, right? He's not even looking at me. He, I, I don't think he, I think he knew that I wasn't the problem. And he's wondering what's up with his friend, right? And probably normally he's a nice guy. And, uh, but anyway, so now he sees him at his worst, drunk, and, you know, using his middle fingers, um, standing there blocking anybody that would need to come in or out of the block. So then he's watering his grass and still looking at the guy like, what are you doing? What are you? He's wondering, what is he going to do, right? Because I'm going to need to get out of the cul-de-sac. So as I'm approaching the man, he won't move. And I said, you need to move out of the way because I need to go home. And he says the F word to me. I'm like, oh my God, really? So, um, I said, if you don't move, I'll have to call the police on you. He said, go ahead. Cause I want to tell the police all about you. And I said, um, sir, I don't think it's going to be a good situation. If you call the police, I said, so let's just move on with our own lives, you know, move out of the way. Let me get back to work. And I tell him, I say, you know, look at your neighbor over there. Aren't you embarrassed? He's watching you with your middle fingers up in the air. And he goes, he looks at his neighbor because he hadn't seen that his neighbor was watching him. And he says, F my neighbor. Loud enough for his neighbor to hear him. Now his neighbor, that's probably about a foot and a half taller than him is a little bit upset and um, he's not even paying attention now to watering the grass. He's now watering the sidewalk and the street and he is fuming. And so I said, uh, I think you need to get out of the middle of the street because um, now I have a witness of your behavior if I have to call the police and have you, you know, move, move out of the way. And so he looks at his neighbor and maybe he kind of started sobering up a little bit. I don't really know. All I know is now he's focused on his neighbor. So he moves out of the way and he's just standing there. He's looking at his neighbor from the end of the block and his neighbor's looking at him and now I'm out of the picture so I thought time for me to get out of here I don't even want to get involved with any of this I wasn't starting any trouble with anybody 
I was just working. I got him home safely, but if he's not going to keep his mask on, I'm not going to drive him to his door. Now he's going to have to probably walk past his neighbor and um, deal with him. Um, but anyways, that was the story of somebody that I picked up that had too much to drink. Um, I gave him uh, one or two or three star, and I also called and reported him because... Um, you know, rideshare companies need to know what we're going through with these people. And uh, they need to, you know, reach out to them. Just like they reach out to us whenever whenever you guys give a low star rating to us, uh, to them. They contact us and they let us know. We might not know who you are. Because we pick up so many people. Um and I think sometimes people are saying things because they would want to see if they can get a free ride or something. I don't know, because some of the stuff that I've gotten back um, hasn't been true, like um, seatbelts not working. Um, and then I have to go to the office and, and them look at my seatbelts and see that, yes, they are all working. So, you know, um, whatever happens, um, we don't know sometimes why why people say things or whatever. But um, for me, I try not to complain about anybody unless I feel that rideshare company needs to, to be aware of it. Um, this was a time where, you know, the, the rider, um, like I said, probably would never do this kind of thing if he wasn't so drunk. But he needed to be aware that he was his behavior was pretty bad and that maybe he shouldn't drink as much when he goes out or maybe he shouldn't go out drinking if he's not in a good mood. Um, you know, I try not to, to have any drinks when I'm in a bad mood. Um, you know, you don't want to be walking around, um, misbehaving or having an attitude, you know, you want to have a good time. And, uh, I think that's the best way to do it, you know, so anyways, um, that was the story of um, a situation that could have avoid, been avoided from um, having a little bit less to drink. Um, but I got him home. I didn't have to worry about him falling asleep in somebody's front yard or anything like that. And I sanitized after he got out. I Lysoled after he got out. And um, I, everything was good. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you again. I will talk to you later. Bye.